0: What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them.
1: Check season 2. Let's go. This evening we have Lauren Graves, College of Charleston Junior, amateur drummer, fellow SCE TV intern to me and conference roommates, as well as clothing doppelganger enthusiast. Lauren Graves, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great.
1: All right, so starting off season 2 of Fit Check. Normally Griffin takes control of the show for for he's been, you know, taking the lead on the show for the entire first season. So season 2 there will be a rotating motley crew motley crew yeah we've done some serious recruiting so we got like three people on staff now um and they will be rotating in and out as griffin's co-host as the week goes by we're going to start with our guest of the hour lauren what you got going on today
2: today i was i forgot we had the podcast so i was when i remember it i was like oh i should probably change into something better but then i was like I can talk. I can talk about these things. So, um, first off, I have this windbreaker. I um, c- classrooms be cold, so always got to have um, a layer you can put on on top of your summer wear. Um, I got the uh, the
0: surf style. The surf style shop is like a, s- a staple in the Low Country of South
2: Carolina. Interesting. I don't I think remember- I've seen anyone else wearing. Anything particular like this, but I definitely believe it's believe it's out there. I I personally got this off eBay because I was watching a a performance of a band called The Voids, um, who has the lead singer of The Strokes. That's his other band, and he was wearing a black one of these, and I was like, "That's cool. I need one of those."
0: Really, Julian Casablancas was wearing a black surf style hoodie. He
2: was, and I was like, "I want
0: to look like that." <laughs> <laughs> Describe it a little bit for the people listening, because
1: we get to see oh, okay, the beautifulness yeah. so that is this video. So,
2: yeah. Um look at it. My windbreaker, it's um kind of a little iridescent y gray blue all over. And then it's got like surf style lettering on the arms. The arms there was a there was a bunch of different ones on eBay and a lot of them didn't have stuff on the arms, and I was like, I need that need that arm action. So it's got some like gradient pink to green. Lettering action on the arms and chest. So
1: nice, yeah. nice, yeah. It's definitely the whole the big face, big face logo on the
0: chest and the arms, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, it's
2: like peeling mm-hmm. up a little bit at the corners, but it's like it's vintage, so that's perfect. Yeah, fine. it's
0: it's fine. You can you can have a giant hole in the middle of a shirt and be like, yeah, it's vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, what else? All
2: right, so then under this, I guess I'm not going to take it off. I'm just going to show it to you guys. I have a Goodwill shirt. It's of someone's dog. Kind of knocking my microphone here, sorry. Um, don't know anything about it. I just saw it at Goodwill and I was like, I need that. It is maybe a Cocker Spaniel. It's like a big, all over my chest, um, just like flash photo that someone printed onto their shirt. Um, guess it was someone's like family dog. I wonder if there's any others. I mean, it'd be interesting if this was a one of a kind shirt, but it would also.
1: I've seen tons of tops with those like old school. It's a picture of a dog, but it looks like they ripped it from a stock photo of a dog that you yeah. see in like grandma's homes or things like that. <laughs>
2: Interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice though. Nice. I would wear it. I'd wear a picture of a dog on my shirt, on it's my chest. It's very
2: fun. It's also just like a. It's a good size. It's good. Got a good feel. Um, I have this yeah. necklace here, which my roommate made for me. She works at a, a crystal store, and she recently got into making jewelry. So she made me this, and it has a little alligator gar pendant which is like a fish that Whoa. looks like an alligator i don't know why she chose that but i think it is appropriate that's
1: nice is it silver what is it what's um, the material
2: silver color Just, um yeah. Metalish. the beads are pretty plastic The beads are like light blue and then like a pearly color and then like silvery ones
0: i like uh yeah. the homemade jewelry that's like that has like I'm not saying the, the fish is weird, but, like, something that you wouldn't usually see on, like, a, a necklace, like a cross or something like yeah. that. Just, like, weird little trinkets, I think, make it way, way, way more interesting than just, like, normal, just, like, uh, pendant, whatever it is.
2: So that
1: is true. Because every time, see, I've taken forever to even buy a necklace or a chain or a piece because all the pendants, they all look the same. You know, it's usually, yeah. like, a cross or a smiley face or or or... You know, or the Jesus hand, the praying hands together or something. It's all the same pendants. Yeah, the the Drake Drake hands. The Drake, the six God hands. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, you see the same rotating list of pendants. So, and there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I just want something, you know, unique if I can find it. So you probably
0: have to go to, you know, people who make that stuff from scratch. Speaking of Drake emojis, you should get the new, you should get a necklace with just like the, the Drake new cover art on it. You oh, that? is the
1: cover the art out? I haven't seen it. Was Certified yeah, Boy?
0: It's it's just like the it's the pregnant woman emoji just like in a three-by-three three box, and they're all wearing different shirts. It's the weirdest thing mm. I've ever seen. I want to see it. I haven't seen it's it yet. It's like so but, ridiculous. Yeah.
2: I'm not that mad at it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, you saw it too? No, hard? I just looked Damn. it up just now because I had to see it.
1: Oh. Back to Lawrence Back to Sorry, Fish. Sorry, I don't know how we got to how we got to Drake. Sorry, we need perfect. to finish. Need, this. Need we have TNT. ADHD over here.
2: Okay, so then up here I have this septum ring. It is it's pretty new. I. Over the summer, I used septum rings. That you can like flip up in your nose because I was scared to wear a septum ring at ETV. Not that I don't, I don't think anybody would have cared, but I was like, eh, professional environment. Yeah,
1: I think I saw you do that once or twice. <laughs> can you do it now? Can you can this that flip? This one can't
2: flip, but if it's like okay. open at the bottom, it can flip into my nose. And oh, okay. so yeah, flipping utility. But yeah, and then I I had a couple like rings without the beads and then i saw someone with a bead and i was like oh i need that so yeah this is my new favorite septum ring got a little bead on it um my hair doesn't usually look so greasy i tried to put coconut oil in it last night um so yeah i look a little, a little frizzy and a little greasy um for shorts i have just just some just some nike shorts nothing too exciting they're gray um and then down here we have um, my vans that are flames, um, that have checkers inside of them and they're like suede and they're extremely comfortable. And I put some yeah. like squishy arch support in there so I could, I could walk, could walk miles in these babies. And then oh, heck yeah. my socks are some that were on sale at Urban Outfitters that say clean socks.
1: I always wondered what your sneaker, what your sneaker game looked like. Cause at TV. I don't think we either of us wore sneakers. I know you wore like some killer boots and, and some other stuff, but did you ever wear sneakers? I don't I, think I ever saw you sneakers. I think wear I wore,
2: wore these white, I wore the, my white like Converse, that's like a Converse, had a child with a combat boot, because like the bottom is like, it's a little bit platformed and a little bit like grippy. I think I wore those a couple times. A little bit times. chunky? Yeah, those are, Okay. I like those a lot.
1: Well, real quick before we transition to Griffin, you mentioned the greasy hair. Talk about the hair color and how that happened.
2: Oh, the hair color. Um, about a year ago, my hair was still brown, this color, and then I was like, "Yeah, I would like it not to be this color anymore." <laughs> so then I slowly, I slowly got it bleached, and I was like, "Okay, this this is all right." And I, I was I I knew that once I started putting colors in it, I wouldn't be able to stop, and I was correcting my assessment. Um. But I basically slowly, because, you know, the the Charleston blonde is a pretty yellowy blonde. And that was the blonde I was given. And I was like, this does not look good on my skin. So I kept adding, like, purple toner to it to make it, Mm -hmm. like, icier. And then one time it accidentally got a little, like, actually purple rather than just, like, icy. And I was like, hmm, interesting. (laughs) So, yeah, then I just went harder with the purple. And then I was... It kept being uneven, so then I was like, okay, I should make it intentionally uneven so that my unintentional unevenness will not be noticed. So, yeah, yeah, now I have a pink at the top and a dark indigoy purple at the bottom, and it's a little bit of a gradient. It's not very – it's kind of a harsh line right here. I'm going to blend that out um, tomorrow. You
1: do that yourself?
2: I do. I don't bleach it myself because I'm scared of burning my hair off, but I get yeah. it bleached by someone else, and then I – put my own color in it.
1: I thought you were doing a silver thing at one point. Was that intentional? That I thought was, your hair was
2: somewhat silver. That was when I got my roots bleached and it kind of mm. like the bleach kind of like went a little further than my roots, so I was a little silvery at that point. But then I went back to the
0: Griffin,
1: didn't you bleach your hair last season?
0: I thought you had blonde hair at one point. I I didn't bleach it last season. I we started the check at like the tail end of the last bleach that I did and so it, it was like really bad at certain points because it was like
2: Frosty really tips. harsh
0: cut off yeah it was like but it wasn't like frosted because I had like longer hair than this mm. so the, it was just like a few inches of hair were just like bleach bleach blonde and then just like my roots were that and then it grew out to be like half and half mm. because I just didn't cut it you
1: were wearing bandanas a lot back then I think too yeah because yeah, my hair was head. super
0: super long yeah alright what you got? what you got going on Griffin uh I'm just wearing just a pretty basic tie-dye shirt. Uh, and then the, I think I realized this today because my girlfriend told me, she was like, the only pair of pants you have up on your Instagram for like fit pics is my black corduroy Levi's. And I'm wearing those right now. Man, that's right. You do wear the black pants a lot. I, they're my favorite pants because they literally feel like sweatpants and they just kind of go with everything. And then I'm just wearing uh, Burke Bostons. And then accessories, I have uh, gold... Smiley face ring, just kind of basic. Uh, And then that's it. Nothing crazy. What about you? I got to say about the black pants, and Lauren will attest
1: to this. I love a pair of black pants. And at our internship, I don't know if you remember, Lauren, I wore black pants every day, literally. And the (laughs) internship was three months long. And it was the only pair. I had more. What they were, they were these Lululemon dress pants that were meant to be like real breathable and stretchy and stuff they called it like abc anti-ball crushers and they were extremely comfortable and they were like real fitted and i just wore them every day i had i even had a blue pair a navy pair and a green pair and i just wore the black because it was easier to pair them up with the tons of polos i had when i wore them there but no one called me out on it i'm surprised no one noticed wow yeah you don't remember that? I
2: mean, I guess I can only picture you. Did you ever wear shorts or am I crazy?
1: No. Not there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have cuz there's some people there. That's the thing about SCETV, the 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 population of people that worked there, it was very wide-ranging. You know, you had the 60, 70, 80-year-olds who worked there for like 25, 30 years you know, retiring there. And then you had, like, the freelance or the creatives who, who run cameras and who who do, like, side projects and things like that. And they're wearing, like, cargo shorts and and uh, baseball hats and things like that. So it varied. There wasn't really a – that's what I liked about it. There wasn't really a strict dress code or anything like that. So I could have pulled up there in, in Nikes and shorts if I wanted to. <laughs> it wouldn't matter.
2: It's
1: true. Um. But, yeah, sorry. So I got on a Pink Floyd – T-shirt, it's not vintage, so anybody listening, don't freak out. This is just probably something I bought at a at the mall like five, six years ago. But I love this shirt because I love the, the, the colors. Obviously, it's the, wow, I'm going to hate myself for not remembering this album. Does anybody remember this album? I don't listen to Pink Floyd.
2: I was only no going to be able to help out if it was Dark Side of the Moon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> literally. I, I was going to say Dark Side of the Moon, but... I don't know. Somebody will tell us, and then they'll call me an idiot for not knowing. But Pink Floyd shirt, I got uh, these PFG baggy shorts that I've had for at least five, six years. Uh, green, olive green. They're very comfortable. They're just a little bit too baggy for my taste because the belt, I have to wear a belt with it. I don't like wearing belts with shorts, so I, I need some new shorts badly. And then I got the Onisuka Tigers that I wear literally every day. They're mostly white and then they have some tan and olive in them uh, going on in there. So I wear those every day. They're beat down. I need some new kicks too, but I've been wearing those for three, four years. And I had my uh, new hat that I bought the other day, but I got headphones on. I had to take it off, but it's a bucket hat. It's tie-dye, I guess. Yeah, it was black. And then the dude I bought it from, he, he just bleached it. And now it's just like, it looks like, I don't know, red red and white and black but it's cool i wear it all the time now because i have no hair on my head for anyone who doesn't doesn't know i shave my head so the sun walking on campus to class the sun beats on my head so bad so it's a godsend that i found this hat um but i'm definitely in the in the business of finding more bucket hats because this is this is clutch why, but why yes
0: why specifically bucket hats why don't i just wear like a, a fitted or like a baseball hat
1: i like bucket it's just something new i'm trying i used to wear when i started school the first time around i used to wear the patagonia fitted caps kind of it wasn't like a baseball cap it had it was
0: almost like a flat bill kind of oh like the, Um, the weird like running ones they make or whatever like the hiking one
1: yeah it was like a big bill it had a big bill but it wasn't really a flat bill you know, and it had the snapback behind it too. I used to wear those all the time. And then I used to wear, I didn't like regular baseball caps because I have a big ass head. So I have to, (laughs) I need, I need, I need hats that give me plenty of room. So bucket hats, I just feel like it's just a new look I'm trying to do and see how it works. And I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, that is the fit I have on. You'll see all these fits on the Instagram. Cool. So Griffin you have, what, like 12 episodes of interviewing skills under your belt, so I'm going to let you go ahead and, and, and take the lead here, and I'll chime in when I can. Go ahead, buddy.
0: So Josh tells me that you, you have an extensive
1: boot
2: collection. Boots. I, I It's interesting. My shoe collection is interesting because it's very – there's like two notes, and one note is black and one note is white, <laughs> and all my boots mm-hmm. are black. Now that you mentioned cowboy boots, I do actually have some. I used to live in Texas, and at the rodeo one year, I did get some cowboy boots. I haven't whipped those out in a long time. Um,
0: Don't do that.
1: (laughs) Keep keep your cowboy boots in the
0: in the closet. I can't stand. Sorry, that's just cowboy boots are. I I like it. I enjoy cowboy boots. It's it's like it's as long as it's not like actual cowboy boots where they're like super wide and like clunky (laughs) and they're like kind of they look kind of cool. They probably know? are exactly like that, aren't they, Lauren?
2: Yeah, mine aren't, mine aren't, the, mine aren't <laughs> the coolest. Maybe if I got some like, spurs, put those in the back. Get some yeah. chaps to pair them with.
0: Ooh, <laughs> 2021's hottest new accessories yeah. is boot spurs. Yes, yeah. oh my
2: god, I like that. Um, but yeah, the boots I have, I've got these pretty... So first I have the standard black shiny Doc Martens. Those are those are a pretty good staple. Then I have black what are they called demonias i don't know exactly the make but they're like 3.5 inch platform so those are those are
0: oh the the yeah i know you're talking yeah about.
2: so those are my menace boots then i have some then i have like a more like classy boot with like a heel just for like i don't know nice things I wear those to etv a lot and then I have basically um the sandal version of my Doc Martin boots. They're also shiny black. They're a little bit platformed. Um and yeah. So that's those are my those are basically my summer edition of boot, because you know, summer's not the best time for boots. Um Yeah.
0: What's the transition like between summer boots and winter boots?
2: Um uh, Probably pretty, pretty hard. I guess I'll, I I don't know. Once I, once I start wearing pants, the boots will, the boots will come out. So I guess that's how I, because, you know, boots with shorts. I don't know. Some people can rock boots with shorts, but I, I don't think my legs lend themselves to that.
0: So. (laughs) No, I, you definitely have to, it's, boots are definitely made for pants. Mm -hmm. Again, like you said, like people can definitely wear boots with, with shorts, but I can't just because if I did that, I already have pretty long legs and. I used to play soccer, so my my legs are pretty, like, my thighs are huge, so it just wouldn't look good. Oh, you! I Um, thought you had the calves, man. Everybody
1: wants the nice-looking calves. I thought you were going to say that. You got the good calves? Are you blessed with good calf
0: genes? I don't know. Is that a genetic thing, or is that, like, a workout Yeah,
1: I heard, like, no matter how hard you work out, the shape of everyone's calves is dependent on, like certain genes i've
2: never heard someone say that before but i've definitely said that about my calves because i was a cross-country runner for like a long time and my calves never became more defined they're just kind of shaped (laughs) like this
1: yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) which Uh, is how my dad
2: caps my dad's caps are so i mean it makes Mm -hmm. sense we both just have like the sloping calves, but luckily i don't have cankles interesting yeah thankful for that
1: same here i got the skinny calves and i used to work out hard my first degree was in exercise science, so I put a lot of emphasis in the legs and then the back. But no matter how hard I tried, my calves—they'd get tighter and they'd get harder, but they wouldn't actually grow in size. So it's just dependent on, on, on genes. And then you have people with giant calves, and they don't work out or do anything yeah. at all. So mm-hmm.
0: they're just blessed. <laughs> this
2: is funny that calves are coming up because today, just today, in one of my classes, where we're we're all sitting in a circle, so. I can see beneath, like, the desks, of everybody's calves. And I was actually noticing people's calves today. I was like, nice yeah. calves. And mm-hmm. then there's this one girl whose calves look really, really weird. <laughs> but I think it's just because her calf was, like, pressed up against the, like, chair. So it looked, like, really lumpy. I was like, whoa, right. is that your calf? But hopefully yeah. it wasn't her calf. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was- Fashion podcast, by the way. Yeah. Fashion just podcast. Putting that out there. <laughs> well, that, that
1: determined how I wore socks. The reason I wore... <laughs> The reason I wore half calves, like the Nike half calves or any type of like higher sock was because to me, it gave the illusion that my calves were bigger than they were. I used to know. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? I never actually wore like ankle socks (laughs) or the no-show socks because it would just make my legs look skinnier than I wanted. So I'd wear, I don't ever wear half calves anymore, but I I would wear the half calves just for
0: that purpose. And then thank God I grew out of that phase, but an optical illusion just to make yourself look better <laughs> yeah well isn't that what fashion is yeah yep
2: wow that's, that's pretty deep. much down,
0: it down to a t yeah we can stop the podcast not
2: figured <laughs> it out. we figured it out <laughs> yeah we finally got to the bottom of it
0: when you're shopping for boots online or in person what's like the the one thing that you either have to have in a boot or you look for when you're shopping
2: well all my boots are black so I guess that's where I was at before, but I definitely think I'd like to venture out of the, the black boot. Um, what am I looking for in boots? I don't know. I feel like with most of my fashion, well, I won't say that. I'll say with my shoes and my pants, I realized that I usually like see somebody specifically, and then I'm like, I want something like that or that exact thing.
0: I don't mm-hmm. think that really
2: applies to, like, dresses and tops so much. But, like, pants and boots, I'll, like, see someone and I'm like, that. So, yeah, I don't know if I go out into the world being like, this is what I look for in a boot. But all the boots I have were definitely inspired by somebody I saw. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, need, I need that item.
0: Right. I think I'm, like, this exact same way, too. I have no original thoughts or ideas. So I just take from other people. No, it was literally so um, weird.
2: I was like, I a couple of years ago, I like was looking at my pants and I was like, wait, I can literally look at these pants and like name the person that I looked at and like was like, I need pants <laughs> like that. And a lot of them don't even know it. They were just like people like at school or like maybe my friends.
0: Yeah, that's so funny. No original I, pants. Yeah, no. I I am looking. I've I've been wanting a pair of boots for a long time. So I've been wanting a pair of docks for a while. And I've heard that there's kind of a break in period for a new pair of docs. And that's like been the one thing I've been kind of worried about when I'm buying Doc Martins, is that I don't want to have to go through breaking in leather and like taking care of it and like double socking all the time. Did you have that same experience or was that kind of is that just weirdos on the internet spreading lies?
2: I did not have that experience, but I did get my Doc Martin's second hand. So I'm assuming someone went through the pain for me but yeah my friends have definitely i don't know maybe my feet are shaped in a way that is not generally conducive to blistering because i definitely have one friend who got absolutely obliterated by her jocks but she also tends to get obliterated by other shoes too so yeah yeah, hard to say buy secondhand if you can i guess is my doc martin advice
0: i don't know which ones to get though, because i was looking because i love loafers right They have this one pair of like, I guess, derby shoe, derby shoes, derby derby shoes, whatever. I'll look them up. Derby. And they're, I love them, but it's just like, I can't pull the trigger because I have no idea what I would wear them with. What would, what do you usually? I mean, obviously pants, but like, how do you style boots personally?
2: Um, I don't know. I, well, I wear like black skinny jeans. A lot of the time if i'm wearing pants so those kind of docs or any other kind of boots just just are a natural continuation of that to me yeah i guess that that's usually what happens to me if i'm wearing black pants then then bam black boots
0: i like yeah keeping a symbol is pretty good i can't keep things simple because i just end up overthinking everything that i wear mm-hmm. um to the point where it's just like i'll have like an outfit plan to wear and i'm like what if i did this to this outfit and then it just keeps going and then i eventually do that for like an hour and then i'll just come back to what i was originally wearing and be like yeah this looks fine full circle yeah literally full circle
2: a boot that i'm interested um, in right now i don't know what it's called but it's like they're like flat and suede and they have like the little pole thing at the back i feel like they're australian oh uh blundstones yes i'm i'm interested in those but generally but I don't know. It's, I I feel like the colors that Blundstones have generally might not match the things that I wear. But there's someone there's someone I work with who who wears them, and I'm always like, "This looks good." Okay. So that might be my next yeah. boot venture.
0: I I've loved Blundstones for a while. It's another pair of boots I've I've I haven't pulled the trigger on yet. But I mean, the the classic like Blundstone is just like gray suede, and gray just in general, I don't like. Pairing things with it just because I I it's gray mm-hmm. and if you're not wearing like like it's one of those colors where it's like black looks okay with it and then white also looks kind of okay with it but then everything else is just like super weird like this doesn't work well it's clashing like mm-hmm. it's weird but it, that could just be me I'm also really bad at color matching that's just why I just wear black pants all the time I have one pair of boots they're black they're leather they're shiny
1: and they're j crew i bought them from Crew. they're just like your traditional black what are they called like i don't think they're called chukas or chukas anymore
0: desert boots yeah
1: they're black they're pointed i like them a lot because i can pair them with anything my thing is when i wear pants with boots i don't like the pants to kind of like cover the boot you know i want i want you know how people wear boots and then they wear the pants where the inseams kind of short so you can still see, like, the socks that you're wearing underneath? Yeah. That's how I like to style my pants with my boots. So I don't, like, I don't let the boots just, or the pants just kind of just... Fall over. Fall over the shoe, yeah. I, I, yep. You got to see the whole shoe I'm wearing. <laughs> unless, yeah. <laughs> unless one guy... um Matthew had a good idea about getting the bell bottoms with the boots that he wears, bell bottom pants. Yeah, that's the only time if I ever owned a pair of bell bottoms, I would let the 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 pants just drape over the boot. Other than that, yeah. I usually get wear pants with a shorter inseam or just fold them a little bit so you can see the whole boot and whatever I got on it for socks. So I'm usually I usually have a good sock collection that I can wear. So
0: you can make your own pair of like little mini bell bottoms That's what I did because I bought a pair of like. Wrangler bootcut jeans, and I just cut, I cropped like an inch off the bottom, and they kind of flared out a little bit. Oh, Josh, I wore those those jeans when I when we went to that thing. Oh, that was it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. They're not like huge bell bottoms. Okay. Just like little. They just flare enough. Flare.
1: They just have a larger opening, kind of.
0: Yeah. Okay. The taste, will, the taste will. flare out.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Speaking of thrifting, what do you like? I don't. I. I like thrifting, but at the same time, I have to be at the at the events where it's like people have already like kind of curated their own thing. Because I I'm very indecisive when I, if I just walk into a Goodwill and I see like four different things that I like, I'm either buying all four or I'm buying none of them because I got in my own head too much. What do you look for when you're when you're thrifting out in, out in the in the shops?
2: Um, sometimes I'll have. Well, first of all, I think a big part of thrifting is for me. For me, is that there's so many different things all in one place. Goodwill is definitely my my top my top thrift place. There's so many different things, and it's just so cheap, which is like obvious. But yeah, and and when you go to like a place that's more curated, then it's definitely like less cheap. And sometimes you're like, why am I paying forty dollars for a thrifted item? Um,
0: yeah, when me sorry to interrupt, but when me and Josh were were at that thing, they were selling like. Random like what was it like? Random NASCAR shirts for like right. fifty bucks. Right, and then there was another one. It was like a it was like a Budweiser sweatshirt, which was very cool, but it was like a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So the thread like affair old sweatshirt.
1: Yeah. So there was this thing called the thread affair at the Noma Warehouse on Sumter Street. And apparently, they're going to do that more. Like, I don't know if it's a weekly thing or a monthly thing, but it's just, it's almost like a giant flea market of nothing but people selling thrifted clothes or, uh, you know, secondhand clothes that they found, I don't know, on the internet or Goodwill or something. And they all have tables and tents set up. And each, you know, you go to each table and tent and you just search their collection of clothes that they acquired. They curated over you know, however long. And some tables and tents are original brands that they just make from scratch. Um, mm-hmm. There's There was a good brand called Boring Cloth. These two guys started this brand and we might have them on the show eventually. And then what was the other one? The skater brand, Latran or Latram or something?
0: It was uh, Latron. Latron. I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there were a couple... A couple original brands. And then this hat I got was from the Threat Affair. And the guy, he just buys clothes and he dyes them. Or he turns them into tie-dye and bleaches them and sells them. So that's how I got this hat. Um, but yeah, some of them shirts, like I found a Rolling Stone shirt. It was white. Oh my God. And it had the yeah, big, was... it had the big, you know, the Rolling Stone symbol, which is the lips and the tongue sticking out. And he told me it was, I think, two $300 for this t-shirt. Yeah. And I guess it must have been he. I mean, I didn't even bother to look at the back. I'm guessing it was like from a tour from a long time ago with a bunch of tour dates. But I don't. The shirt looked fairly new, like it was in good condition. So anyway, but you'll find a bunch of T-shirts that they sell for like a hundred fifty, hundred sixty, hundred seventy. I'm not gonna knock them, you know. That's their hustle. But like, yeah, I I don't know. It kind of defeats the idea of thrifting. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let before I let Griffin close it out, I want you to real quickly, if you could point to anything in culture or in your family or in your relationships or anything at all that you feel like influenced your personal style or what brought you to that point any artist any any show any any person in your life anything like that that you think influenced your style
2: that's a good question don't think anybody in my life (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs>
1: same same
2: um i don't know i guess i guess i mean mainly probably just like crowdsourcing like picking and choosing being like i like this thing from this person i like this thing from this person um someone on social media who i uh regularly i'm just like yes is her username's ugly worldwide she's like a bald model and she always just has Insane fits and insane makeup, but it always looks so good. So I think the main driver for my fashion and honestly taste in anything, taste in movies, taste in music, taste in any form of creativity, is, like, weird but good. Because it's easy to be weird and make something weird, but it's hard to make something that's weird and good. So
0: yeah no that makes sense
1: i like that and we never got to touch on your collection of doppelganger pics but we want to feature it on the instagram so people can see okay real quickly what where did that idea come from and why did you start that
2: yeah so basically um at the end of my i don't post on instagram that frequently but at the end of my last two instagram posts i have put in the collection like or five or six just pictures of people on the street that i see that are wearing basically the same outfit or they they're doing something noticeably similar um sometimes and they're like
1: either next to each other or they're within close vicinity to each other a
2: lot of times it looks like they know each other but sometimes they don't know each other and those, (laughs) those are the moments i really like to capture i i really had a hard loss the other day there was like, I saw this man coming down the street and he was wearing like a blue shirt with white polka dots and khaki shorts. And then around the other corner, I saw this lady wearing a blue shirt with white polka dots and khakis. And I was like, ah, ah. And I was trying to get a picture of it, but they, <laughs> they like, I don't know. He turned, he rounded yeah. the corner and she rounded the corner. It was too late. So, yeah, that was a loss. Um, but, yeah, I don't think – I definitely didn't intend for it to start. I don't know. I have a bad habit of taking stalker photos of people. Not people that I know. Just people that I think are doing funny things. And um, so I guess this was just born out of that. And when you're walking around – I didn't i didn't think – I don't think I took a lot over the summer because it really just happens when I'm walking around a – usually an urban place. So in Charleston, that's when it will happen. When I went to Atlanta, saw so many people wearing the same thing.
1: I when I saw it on there, I thought it was staged, or I thought you just knew people you were hanging around people that <laughs> were couples, or like they dressed around each other. But I mean, I would see pictures of like two dudes in class in a lecture, like wearing the same thing, and they're sitting next to each other. So obviously, that's not intentional. Yeah, but...
2: I was scared that somebody was gonna what, like. You're like why are you taking a of those guys but nobody said anything so that was good
0: uh and with that i think we can close out this episode uh lauren where can the people find you
2: i can be found at wasabi storm on one word on instagram
0: okay thank you so much for listening uh you can follow the show on instagram at FitCheckPod. uh if you want to suggest something for the show or even if you want to be a part of the show our dms are always open Our producer and editor is Joshua Tuchel. And this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org.